welcome to the first episode of the Chicago Wedding Podcast. I'm Peter Gubernat, and I'm here with Jay Vignali, who owns Fox and Ivory Photo and Video, and I own Peter Gubernat Photography. We are photographers, and between us, I think we've shot close to 600 weddings. At um, least. So we know a thing or two about weddings and what goes into having a great wedding. Since it's our first episode, we should talk about some advice for brides and grooms on the wedding day and kind of what we think is important, not really from a photography standpoint because we're photographers, but really from a general like wedding day standpoint. And, you know, uh, I just I want to throw this out there from the get go. If you're listening to us um, for the first time, uh, just know that, you know, we're not intending this to be for creatives and for people that are in the wedding industry to get nuggets of advice. This is actually for the brides and grooms. Yeah, we're not here to grow your wedding business or give you business advice. We're really here for anybody involved in planning a wedding, executing a wedding, just general wedding day advice. Because again, between 600 weddings, we've kind of seen it all. And it's time to talk about some of this stuff. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, and there's plenty of that. But we're not going to dish in this episode. We're going to jump right into our like top 10 tips. And number one for me is if you want to have a great wedding day, if you want to have a stress-free wedding day, hire a day of coordinator. A day of coordinator, month of coordinator, hire them immediately. Absolutely. You know, I've noticed that there seems to be this trend with venues. Uh, they've they've begun referring to their point of contact for the bride and groom as a coordinator. And, and it's not really a misnomer by any means. It's just um, not exactly what we're talking about. So a day of month of coordinator is somebody that's helping you from the moment you wake up in the morning, uh, getting through makeup, getting through hair, getting through everything, all the way until it's time to break down the decorations at the end of the day. Uh, you know, the, the wedding venue point of contact is actually there more to make sure everything goes smoothly while you're there at the venue. They're not making sure that you're staying on your timeline and those types of things. Right. So if you don't have a day of coordinator, if you don't have a day of planner, everybody's coming to you. Everybody is contacting you because you're the main point of contact. Even if you designate a bridesmaid or a mom as the main point of contact, it doesn't matter. They're still coming to you. Everybody's still coming to you. Exactly. So the key to having a stress-free wedding day is hiring a day of coordinator. That's important. What, what's our next piece of advice? You know, I would say um, the biggest thing that I hear from people that have been married uh, and, and didn't hire Peter or I uh, is, is to invest into photography. Um, I can't tell you how many people I've heard uh, tell me that they, they didn't have a good experience with their wedding photographer and they didn't love their photos. And, uh, and, and I hate to be Uh, the bearer of bad news, but they honestly got what they paid for. Oh, absolutely. And this is very, very true. The the barrier to entry for wedding photography is very low. Anybody can buy a DSLR and find a friend that's getting married and and shoot their wedding. Uh, The problem is that, you know, they're not experienced. So you end up paying very little for that photographer and then you're disappointed with the outcome. So Invest in photography, hire professionals. You know, I I might throw out there that um, when you're hiring a wedding photographer, a professional, um, the difference between a professional and and somebody that's a a weekend warrior or a fly by night company, the big difference is that uh, a a true professional is going to have the soft skills necessary to make sure that your day goes well. People overlook that. You want to be able to enjoy your day. And if you have a pushy photographer that only cares about giving you specific types of images, 
then that's going to be very uncomfortable. And uh, I know that we'll approach that in, in later episodes. Yeah, hire, hire a true professional. Uh, make the investment. It'll be worth your it's while. It's always worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about keeping logistics simple. This is our next piece of advice. I love weddings that take place all in one spot. Absolutely. Let's talk about that. Yeah. You know, I, I feel like having everything in one spot or or in as few places as possible is the way to go because it really cuts down on the logistics of having to travel. We live in the Chicagoland area. There's plenty of traffic. Um, there's no way to appropriately um, give yourself enough buffer time when you're when you're trying to make multiple locations for photos or getting ready in this place and then getting married in this place and then making it to the venue. And everybody has to move throughout that, and that can cause all kinds of headaches. And so simplifying your day by choosing a, a great venue where you can actually get ready there at the venue, um, take photos there at the venue, and even have your reception at the venue, super stress-free. Honestly, super stress-free compared to having to traipse all over Chicago. No, absolutely. A big pitfall that brides and grooms fall into is having a ceremony in the city or in the suburbs in Chicago and then having the reception in the suburbs or the city opposite of where the ceremony was. It wastes so much time being stuck in traffic, traveling from the city and to the city back and forth that you're just setting yourself up for a difficult timeline and a harder day than it needs to be. So my big piece of advice, if you're in the planning process, if you don't really care about having that church or that specific spot, um, then simplify your logistics and do it all in one place. It's going to make your day, your wedding day, much easier. Because from our standpoint as photographers, as vendors, we don't really care. You have us for, you know, eight, nine, ten hours. We'll travel with you wherever you want to go. Anywhere you want. Exactly. Yeah, if you absolutely. want to be trekking around the city, let's go. If you want to be, you know, going to the burbs and then back to the city and then back to the burbs, that's fine. Absolutely. But remember, that has an impact on your day that has an impact on how you feel because it's easy to sit here and plan and talk about what we're going to do and we're going to go do this and we're going to go do that but on the wedding day the mentality is very different that everybody's a little bit stressed everybody's anxious some people are nervous so that starts to kind of weigh on you and then it all does. of a sudden you're mm -hmm. you know you're trapped in a, a um you're trapped in a trolley for three hours traveling back and forth it, it starts to build. So again, if you want to have a simple wedding, then simplify your logistics. Have everything all in one place. That's a huge recommendation from us. So I, I think that that's as important as hiring a coordinator. Those are, I, I think those are honestly the two biggest things. Um, hiring I agree. a coordinator and having, um, simplifying your logistics as much as possible. That's going to make it so much less stressful. Yeah, and I don't mean to say that all oh, you, you know, you definitely can't have a great wedding if you don't do this or if you don't do that. My point is that this will make it simpler. This will make it easier on you. You're going to have more fun. Um, so again, it just kind of comes down to priorities. Next thing that we should talk about is um, near and dear to my heart, um, since Fox and Ivory is a, a photo and video studio, um, investing in video for the day of. Why should people choose video? Why is video important? Yeah. Uh, what is it about video? You already have a photographer. Why do I need video? Yeah, so let's talk about video. I mean, photo does not capture speeches. Photo doesn't right. capture dialogue. And I've been married 12 years. I don't watch my wedding video that often. However, it is really important to me that I have one because when I do watch it, the way it makes me feel is different than the way my photos make me feel. 
because and, I can hear the sound. I can hear my my family talking. I can hear the speeches. I can listen to them all the way through. So video to me is even more so important than photo because not only do you get the visual aspect from video, but you also get the dialogue. The and, audio, yeah. And if you don't have that professionally captured, that stuff is gone. Forever. Sure. It's, Forever. it's your memory. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm sure someone's going to capture it on a cell phone or something like that. But what's going to happen to that footage? Right. Are, are you ever going to see it? They're probably, probably going to they're probably going to Instagram it or something like that. And then maybe you'll download it, keep it on your phone. And then what? You're right. going to get a new phone at some point. Nobody ever backs up their phones when they get a new one. So yeah. that stuff is gone. There's nothing like having that stuff professionally captured and stored. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, something you said was really interesting. You said you like to go back and you like to watch that film and and the way it makes you feel. Um, I would take it a a step further and I would say, what about your children? And and in the future, what about your grandchildren? They love watching. My kids love watching it. Yeah, being able to actually see mom and dad get married. I think with video, there needs to be a little bit more foresight. People need to think about the future a little bit more versus now. So... I'm sure you have amazing offerings that you guys offer um, in terms of video, and you can go to the website and look at that, uh, foxandivory.com. And video is important, and and those videos that you're going to get are going to appreciate in value to to a point that you can't really appreciate when you're planning a wedding. Right. Yeah. All right, moving on. Let's talk about realistic budgets. Budgets. Ooh, we're going to talk about people's money. Be careful. Yeah, so I, I know like these not surveys come out and wedding wire surveys that come out and talk about the cost of everything and this mm-hmm. and that. Yep. And even though all that information is out there, people are still under budgeting their weddings, not by like a little bit, but by 30%. Yeah. yeah the, the average couple spends 30% more than they plan to. Um, and that's not because things are overpriced or anything like that, but it's because the budgets are not realistic. People are not really doing their research before putting a budget together, um, you know, photography, anywhere from 3000 to 7000 right. in Chicago. Right. Just depends on who you hire. Right. So did you guys know that? Like, was that the number that was in your head or was it, you know, 2000? Right. Because you can hire that $2,000 photographer. Oh, absolutely. But as we talked about in the beginning, that's it's it's not going to be worth your while. Yeah. And maybe just photography is not that important to you. That's, you know, again, that's, that's fine. Fair. That's fair. That's fine, but realistic budgets. Do your research. Find out how much the major vendors cost, um, and then add you know ten percent onto that for unexpected um, things that come up. Right. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. One of the things I tell all my brides and grooms, and I and I think you do this too. I do. Yeah, I know where you're going. I tell them get a travel credit card, like a Miles card, American Airlines, United, whatever. Gotta do it. And, and put everything on that card and put everything on that card because the amount of points you will accrue from your wedding spending, you will literally get a free honeymoon. Yeah, it's a must, dude. Or and damn near close to it. You're going to, you can, you're, first of all, you're going to be able to build your credit, which is something all of us are constantly doing. But then those miles, um, they add up uh, very, very quickly when you're, you're spending tens of thousands of dollars. And so uh, it's it's almost silly not to do that. And I wish somebody would have told me that when I got married. Um, hey, guys, uh, we know that being uh, intimate and romantic and sappy may not be your cup of tea, but it is hers. And you being invested in your own wedding is absolutely crucial 
for your wedding to go well and and also your marriage. You can't, I can't tell you how many times I hear during the speeches that the bride did everything. And that's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing as a man because here you are enjoying the fruits of their labor and you're literally kind of sitting there like a schmuck. Yep, I did. I had nothing to do with this. Like, really? Yeah. You you can't be invested and make a couple decisions and at least offer your opinion. Get involved. Yeah, we're, we're not talking go to every single walkthrough. We're not talking meet with every single photographer or right. DJ or band, but be there yeah. and and care. Not not just acting like you care. I'm not talking about acting like you care. Do you like genuinely care? This is the person that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. And how does it reflect upon you if you're just completely not invested? Next piece of advice for the grooms, just, you know, last piece of advice for the grooms or grooms, be invested, be there, be present. Um, don't just pretend to be. And I can't tell you how often I've been on Zoom calls, phone calls. The guy's there, the groom's there, but he's watching TV or yeah, or playing video games yeah. and really doesn't have anything to add to the conversation yeah. or ask any pertinent questions. Yeah happens all the time it's a it's a shame yeah and, and my question is always do you really not care and if and if the answer is yes then holy cow like you should care you should definitely care anyway uh moving on last piece of thing because we're gonna wrap it up I, we don't want this episode to be too long this is an intro episode we're just kind of playing around last piece of advice um expect things to go wrong on your wedding day it's awesome to have a plan yep however Things happen. Um, exactly. Yeah, and life happens. Life it's happens. Expensive. Yeah. You know, you could be on a trolley and you can, the trolley can get a flat tire. It's going to put you an hour behind. You could be in hair and makeup and the makeup artist could be late. You you don't know. So having a good plan is that much more important because there are so many pieces to a wedding day. It's like a living, breathing event. Absolutely. And yeah. again, yeah. going back to that hiring a coordinator, having a coordinator is going to have... Having a coordinator is going to make everything so much better uh, because they're the defense when things do go wrong. Right. Hey, so you were just recently at a wedding and um, you were actually helping your wife, who's a, a coordinator, right? Um, and yep. the wedding you were at, you were telling me they ran out of ice. Oh, yeah. They completely ran out of ice. The, yeah. the guests at cocktail hour uh, were drinking way more than the caterer expected. So they <laughs> ran out of ice by the end of cocktail hour. Now, it was a Yikes. pretty hot day. Yikes. Um, so if the coordinator was not there, if we weren't there, if my wife's team wasn't there... People would have gone to the bride and groom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it would have been their problem or or for them to figure something out. Yeah, because everybody goes to the bride and the groom when things go wrong. Of course. Yeah. This is the main job of the coordinator, to play defense, get ahead of these problems before they reach the bride and groom because like on your wedding day do you really want to be getting ice or talking about ice or or worrying about that you know uncle jimmy doesn't have enough ice in his whiskey no 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 but going back to what we were talking about a second ago just things going wrong they're gonna go wrong it's not gonna be a perfect day there's no such thing as perfect what's really important is embracing your day and and flowing with it not getting uh, upset or anxious when things don't go exactly as you plan and learning how to just kind of flow with it. And that's uh, that's very important. I could tell you some of the most wonderful brides that I've met, uh, you know, they're they're just they took everything in stride and they didn't really care as much about everything being picture perfect as long as they were with their husband. 
and uh, and and that was just super to see. Yeah, no, that sounds wonderful. I mean, things go wrong. It's normal. It's again with having so many pieces to the puzzle at any given wedding, it's going to go. Things are going to go wrong. It's normal. So getting ahead of it and planning for it is a huge, huge step towards uh, having less stress. And and I and I love planning a good plan. Yeah. So this is the first episode of our podcast, and we do plan to explore other facets of uh, of weddings and being a bride and being a groom uh, and different vendors and how to select vendors and uh, recommendations and who to listen to, who not to listen to, those types of things. We're going to go into all types of stuff. Yeah, we'll have some guest speakers. We'll talk about you know, uh, alcohol consumption at weddings. We'll talk about trolleys. We'll talk about DJs, bands. We'll talk about music selection. Indoor versus outdoor ceremonies. Exactly. All of that stuff. So as we uh, grow, tune in. Um, We hope to bring these episodes to you once a week. Um, So just be on the lookout and uh, we'll see you next time. Until then. Take care.